Greetings everyone, I am Damon Lane and this is Logic Lane. Welcome back to another wonderful episode of Logic Lane. I am your host, Damon Lane, and happy Easter. It is Easter Sunday right now as I record this to you. And for anybody out there that celebrates this, uh, happy Easter. I hope that you're able to uh, enjoy it. Obviously not like you have in previous years, but since we're modified, how everything's working these days with the coronavirus, I wish you all the best. Um, I'm not going to throw out a history thing today. It's Easter. We already know this day in history, it was Easter pretty much every year, all the way back to since we started celebrating it. I will. I, I do want to talk a little bit about these shows. Um, there's been a lot of feedback about people enjoying the shorter episodes, so I think I'm going to try and do that a little bit more often and maybe cut down from an hour into a half hour. This will also allow people who have just started to listen to catch up a little bit quicker and get on with the listening every day and not be so far behind. Now, I'm only 12 episodes in, but still looking out for everybody and it seems that somewhere around a half hour 45 minutes apparently is the desired time frame rather than over an hour so okay that's fine that means i can save some bitches gripes complaints to the the following episode and i'm okay with it but i i'm going to take a quick minute and talk to you about last night's episode or yesterday's episode i should say it came out very well. I was very pleased. I changed the mic position and I, I, once again, I was playing with some software settings and I came out with something a little bit better than what I've been able to put forth so far. And it, it came out a lot clearer. It didn't sound like I was talking from six feet away in a car while it's moving. I mean, clearly I'm in a car while it's moving. But last night I was able to eliminate a lot of the road noise and I was very, very pleased with uh, how it came out. Uh, I'm sure any of you that have listened thus far noticed if you listened to yesterday's episode 12, it was quite different audio wise, much, much stronger, much, much louder. I'm going to hope that that's a continued thing and we keep pressing forward and getting better and better. Now, my new mic has not yet gotten here, so this is still the old mic. But in a different recording format, I have found that I don't run into the crackles and everything else. So perhaps it's the encoding, uh, the codec of the uh, software that's being used to capture the voice. So perhaps me just playing and tweaking and messing around with a few more settling settings is working pretty okay. Now the new mic, I'm still going to attempt to use that because that is probably going to be leaps and bounds still better than this one. 
and maybe I can really isolate the voice and really give you an amazing cast, which is my ultimate goal. And I gotta say, I'm looking forward to it. Now that is eight days away. I, I got notification out of Amazon the other day that, uh, yep, it's gonna be here in about eight days. Now I ordered a little suction cup stand for the window to put it up in the top corner there of the windshield, just so it, you know, when it sticks out, it'll be about eight inches from my mouth. So I'm hoping, 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 hoping that it's gonna work very, very sweet. But the suction cup, as well as the extension, because it only comes with a little short little uh, little cord, and unless I want to hold my phone up to the uh, mic and capture the entire time, I'm going to need an extension. So I ordered both of those. Now the extension, I think, is going to be a little bit later. All three of them are coming from different places, so I'm hopeful that they all arrive the same day, but I got a feeling that's not going to happen. In a perfect world, or even a near-perfect world, or a world that benefits me sometimes more than others, <laughs> the suction cup stand or the, the windshield mount will show up early, as will the extension cord. That way I can get everything wired in the way I want it. And that way when the mic comes, all I gotta do is spin it on there, lock it down, and roll. So yeah, that's a thing that's gonna happen. It, it's funny, uh, you know, it, it seems to always be the case in life that as you buy something to replace something that you thought was crap, you finally get notification that it's on its way, it's going to be here shortly, you're already excited about it, and that's when you work out the problems with the other one, and now everything sounds way better. <laughs> I guess that's always the way, as they say, but... So yeah, there it is. Uh, like I said, still tweaking some settings. Um, really, really happy with, uh, with how yesterday's cast turned out. It turned out very well, it was loud. Uh, the, even me, when I was talking very quietly in certain sections, you could still hear it. I didn't run into any of those big giant distortion mic cracks or whatever we want to call them. It was pretty damn awesome, I will say. It was pretty damn awesome to, to put that together, listen back, and I was very, very overjoyed in comparison to the other ones. I mean, the other ones still had some good content, but it's way better when you've got a host that sounds really good. And, you know, not tooting the own horn, but I think I'm starting to get the hang of this and dial things in really nicely. And I'm pretty pumped. I'm pretty psyched. So, um, today's episode is going to probably extend beyond that 45 minutes that I just said was peak and optimum. But that's okay. I'm a little excited. I wanted to record and test things on the way down because the last two times that I recorded on the way down to work, I came out with over distortion, big old mess of crap, and it sounded just horrible. So that being the case, I'm hopeful that this time down, it's going to work better. I, I don't know what the case was, what the issue was, but as I said, it, it caused me to make changes and to make little tweaks in the settings. And you know what? I have to be grateful that that happened because in forcing me to change and play with more settings, I may have unlocked Pandora's box and found the ultimate in the, the this uh, this mic's capabilities. So, pretty pumped, pretty psyched. So, 
wanted to record a little tad on the way down and you know I started probably a few minutes later than I normally do so I might get 20-25 minutes out of this run and that's fine we'll add that to the uh, to the return trip tonight and it should be interesting but we'll see um, you know like if I, I've been talking to friends at work and whatnot that have been listening to the show and thank you guys appreciate it you're all wonderful greatest friends ever don't let anybody tell you different <laughs> and uh, in talking with him I, I have found that like I said shorter episodes are good but we want to kind of trim it down a little bit want to keep it keep it real keep it good quality kind of keep me from going off on long tangents where people know not off and doze off almost turned a nose there it's funny nose off that would have been a whole different story would have been a whole different uh, definition how that worked out but anyway the point i'm trying to make is in cutting the episode shorter i should have more stuff and i can take more time on certain things which will allow me instead of having to cram all of the stuff that i've got written in I can take my time, I can put it to the next show, you know, send it over, wait for it tomorrow, add it to my notes for tomorrow's show, and attack it then. So, that may be something we're going to give it a try. Um, I don't know, I really want to do this as much as I can when I'm in the car. I almost feel like I'm in the car and I'm driving and I'm not recording. What the hell am I doing in the car not recording? It's becoming kind of a foreign feeling. I'm sure other people have done many things in their lives and, and they've done something for so long when they stop doing it or at least cut the amount of time they feel out of place, fish out of water type of feeling. It's kind of strange. Now, I've only been doing this a few weeks now. I kind of feel like if I'm cutting this down, I almost feel a little defeated. Like I came out, okay, I guess you can argue that who in their right mind would record twice a day and put it up every day, every day, every day? Most podcasts come out with, you know, some are once a day, but it's a very short time, all in one sitting, rather than me doing it in two lump sums. Or they do it weekly, bi-weekly, well, whatever the case. But they don't typically come out of the gate and throw up this much stuff. I'm just excited and I want people that are out there listening to be involved and be all about this show and really enjoy it and you know that's that's why I'm doing it. I'm doing it because I enjoy doing it. You know, okay, I enjoy debate, I enjoy yelling and screaming at, at the windshield, raising my fist and yelling as as I'm urging all of you to do and fight oppression and bullshit, repression, all of that stuff. I want people to, to stand up and fight. And I'm enjoying doing this and bringing it to you. And I'm excited for your response. I'm excited to get emails, um, get, you know, messages even from friends at work, you know. But that's a small, at least right now, it's a very large population of my listeners. But that's fine. It will grow and someday they will be the small, real small segment of the listeners. Um, I want to thank, now with this, like I, I mentioned before, I've got Anchor.fm as a sponsor, and they're great. They helped me so much get this thing off the ground and have been kicking ass since day one. So I got a big thanks to them for this. But also, in using all of their tools, now they've tweaked their tools and, and really adjusted so that I can 
log in to Anchor, look at my cast, look at all the settings and the, and the tweaks and stuff with the show, but also I'm actually getting data, I'm getting input. I'm finding out that the vast majority of you listen on Spotify, at least right now. Now, Apple is is doing pretty well as, as well, but they came on board, you know, 10, 10, 12 days afterwards, after a lot of the other ones picked it up. Now, there's a handful of others that have been picking up some, some numbers too. A lot of little podcast uh, services out there, and a lot of them are covering me as well, or have picked me up. However, I can actually see by logging in and looking at the, the data as where in the world my listeners are, the vast majority right now are in my region, Minnesota and Wisconsin of the United States. Now, I add that little word, United States, those words of the country that we are in, at the end of this because I had to stipulate United States. Because I have to think, I don't know who, I've got a, I've got a feeling I know who connected this dot, but I now have a listener in Ireland. So whoever you are, I know you haven't reached out to the show, but I thank you for listening. I hope that I haven't scared you off already by listening to a handful of episodes and said, what the hell is this guy doing? Maybe I'll get lucky and you'll listen all the way to episode 12 and hear me thank you personally. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm very hopeful that there are many others around the globe that will listen to this. Um, I have an idea. I do have some friends around the globe that I've, I've hung out with in a gaming style situation. So perhaps I will make a post and, and reach out to them as well and see what they have to say. It might chase them away. I may not have any more friends, but that's okay. No more gaming friends. I don't do a whole lot these days anyhow. It's fine but I'm going to probably reach out to them and see. I don't like to be the guy that likes to harass and say, hey, check this out, check this out. But if I don't say anything, the word of mouth doesn't get out. People don't know about it. So I have to kind of sort of be that guy, but I don't want to be. It's against my nature. So I'm really kind of farting around with things and really trying to to tweak things and, and, and try to find a good way to approach it. So, like I said, you know, in my show notes, if you read them, I hope you do. It's It doesn't really summarize what I'm going to talk about. I give you a little title of what I think best fits the episode. And then in the show notes, I talk a little bit about uh, all kinds of stuff. But in the, in the uh, show notes, I include the Twitter address. If you have Twitter and want to tweet it or follow it, that's great. Really, all I'm doing there is just posting stuff here and there um, about the show, new new uh, new episodes and whatnot. I do the same on Facebook. So, if you want to follow those, that's great. I appreciate it. But I've also got an email in there, and I've also got a donation uh, area. If you feel like you want to donate just a little bit to the show to ensure future casts keep coming. If you enjoy the show, maybe it's worth a buck a month to you. I don't know. But anyway, all that stuff is in the show notes. I, I, I really hope that everybody's reading it, getting an idea. I'm trying to reach out and be a little bit more personable uh, to each person. So anyway, uh, I will cover some strange and stupid things today because that's kind of what I do on this show. Um, you know... In getting in the car and, and starting this journey today, 
I get on a highway fairly quickly, right outside the house, couple of roads, and bam, I'm on, a, I'm on a highway that takes me to another highway, and I run that highway all the way to work. So two big highways. One's a U.S. highway, the other one is a interstate. Now on this U.S. highway, there are some crossroads as it goes through a couple of little towns. But in one particular issue that I, I ran into today, it kind of pissed me off. Now here's the thing, Here, here's the scenario. I'm driving, I'm on the highway, I should be the last one that's, that's bothered by lights because the lights should theoretically stay green for me to keep the flow of the traffic on the highway going and clear so that they don't end up backing up and having a big mess. Because then the crossroads aren't able to come on and merge and get on and go the same way or whatever. Well, there are a few in this little town. There are a few lights. Well, that's fine. These aren't major crossroads. They're just little roads. And none of them you can find a number associated with a U.S. highway or anything on these roads, but they're there. Well, I'm going, everybody's going, it's me and one other guy in this current stretch, and we're doing our thing on the highway, going straight, heading where we're going to go, heading towards our destination. And the light goes from green to yellow and then to red. Okay, fine. Let's let the people next to us go. Oh, wait. I look to my left, there's nobody there. Why is this a thing? Why do the lights ever change? If there's nobody over there to trigger them. Why, 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 why? You've just delayed me. And it, it worked out to be about 20, 30 seconds, maybe somewhere in there, but it was a delay. And it's fine, whatever. I mean, I can usually eat 30 seconds, but if these things add up, I'm gonna be pissy. But myself, I'm a smart man. If I'm going somewhere and I gotta get at a certain time, I like to be early by 15 to 20 minutes. And I usually am. I usually do pretty well with it. Unless I'm waiting on somebody else, in which case that's a whole different story altogether. But I'm sitting there and I'm looking and not one car is coming. There's not a car within 200 feet of this light. Not even close. Why then does the light change and interrupt my progress? I gotta ask the people out there. I really do, because... Shit don't make sense to me. Why would you throw a red light, stop traffic on a freaking U.S. highway to allow nothing to cross? Doesn't make sense to me. It's stupid. There's no reason. If there was a car sitting there, I could have understand or understood and I would have been 100% okay with it. In this case, I am not so much. You shut me down delayed me as well as a handful of other cars for nothing to cross in our path and to move on. So I would urge people, I mean, we got road construction and I got to say, thank you to all the road construction people and the people that make this shit happen. Because I mean, you know, people, <laughs> people make jokes that we have three or four seasons. You know, we have winter, we have fall, we have summer, and then we have construction which is normally the case, but I gotta say, I'm very glad to see construction companies out there fixing the roads while there's nobody on them, we're all at home, we're not inconvenienced. This is the perfect time to do it, people. 
So I will have to say there's there's been a little bit of progress on some of the roads that I travel across. So bang up job, guys. Keep it up. Keep kicking some ass. I know it's hard to maintain six feet, and especially when you're out in the cold and the wind and whatnot. But that extra cement, that extra blacktop, all of that goes a long way. Best time to do it right now. Thank you so much. It's too bad that the people who organize the lights can't get in and fix this stupid situation that I'm running across. So anyway, off the red light story. Yeah, that's well, we'll leave that alone. We're not going to talk about other red lights and what how significant and what they mean. And it's not a kid's show, but I really don't feel the need to run down that rabbit hole right just yet. You know, in, in flipping around in the phone today, looking at some some memes and some tweets and and some news, there's a lot of people all in an uproar over the United States surpassing Italy in what was it, Corona Corona or COVID nineteen cases, I should say. Same thing, whatever, it's what we're calling it. It is what it is. Okay, great. Why are we all up in arms of this? I'm not. Has anyone taken the time and looking at the size of Italy and compare it to the size of the U.S.? Bet you haven't. Italy is very, very close in approximation to the size of the state of California. That's one state. We got 50. 50 states. Italy wouldn't cover one of them. Unless it was a real, real teeny one. But still, of course, Italy is small comparatively. It's not a big fucking stretch of the imagination that the U.S. would surpass little Italy. If you want to get technical, and here I am getting technical. If you take the map of the United States, just the coastal United States, all the stuff that's in the one lump sum, Let's leave Alaska out of this. Let's leave Hawaii out of this. But if you take the continental United States of America, pick it up and drop it on Europe, most of Europe is covered by the United States. Most of it. That includes Germany, France, England, shit, Poland, almost all of Spain. Well, it would if you turn it right. All of these countries that are there would fit easily all together, all of them together within the boundaries of the continental United States. Yet we just finally passed Italy. If you add all of them up, all of those other countries, add them all up, put them all together in a pile, they still have more than us in the United States. People don't tell you that, do they? No, they want to run with whatever BS agenda they've got and they want to push it and they want to scare people because that's what they do. That's their job, scare the shit out of people. Give you facts that ain't true. Well, here's the case, look at that. The United States covers all of that and it's no surprise to this guy right here talking to you, no surprise at all that we've got more cases than Italy. We should have more cases than the vast majority of Europe. But here we are, just finally surpassing Italy. Yeah, that might make us number one, that's fine. Okay, great, super. 
it's not a surprise. Look at the mass size. Anyway, there's that. I've talked about a couple of things. I just wanted to get out a little bit of something here. I'll probably record on the way home again tonight. Although it is supposed to be very, very crappy. We're expecting a winter storm. Here it is, April freaking 12th. And we're expecting two to four inches tonight. Although by the looks of it, it is going to push further south and away from us. But we'll see. We, we just don't know what Mother Nature has in store for us. So in the event that it's coming down, it's shitty, windy, really hard to hear. I may not record just simply because last time I tried to do that in a terrible, nasty storm, I was fine. I was still paying attention to the road, so that was okay. But there was so much ice on the windshield, so much issues I had with the wipers and, and noise and wind that it was really hard to get a good cast. So it all had to be thrown away anyway. But we'll see. I'll do what I can. We'll, we'll figure something out and I'll, uh, I'll bring it all back to you so we can have a good listen, have a good chat, and enjoy. So I might be back very shortly. Hang tight. I'll be right back. We're back. Thanks for coming back uh, and listening to the second half of this show. Like I said, it's going to be a little shorter, but we're going to try to put together some decent stuff here for you. Um, you know, it is Easter. I mean, there's there's a few hours of it left. Um, you know, reach out, kind of, you know, visit with people. I mean, you got cell phones. I mean, we can use cell phones for stuff other than text and, and uh, uh messenger programs and Facebook and Twitter and all these things, you can use it for something else, like actually dialing a number. It was their original intent, after all. So there's there's that. So you know, reach out, talk to somebody, BS, catch up, whatever you got to do. You know, communicate, be one with others, I, I guess. I don't know. You know, being that it's Easter, I figured I'd bring something up. Now, this is not considered a holiday in the state that I work. And it's kind of frustrating because, okay, I get it. Maybe it's we don't want to piss off all of these other religions and give another Christian holiday. We already have enough Christian holidays. So maybe this one isn't worth celebrating. Maybe it's not okay. Maybe we shouldn't because we might anger Muslims or Jews or, or well, although they're doing Passover, so it's similar stuff anyhow. I mean, there's all kinds of religions that you could harass or, or, or piss off because of this, I guess. It's clearly what Minnesota's thinking because they're not allowing or not recognizing Easter as a state holiday. Instead, what I understand is they traded Easter away in favor of Black Friday. 
being considered a holiday. Now, what kind of idiot? You know, you know what kind of idiot makes that plan? It's some dickhead that works in the back office on a Monday through Friday gig. This way, at least once a year in front of Thanksgiving, this dick gets to take off Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and so he gets a four-day weekend. So because this dickhead wants to enjoy a four-day weekend in November, we all get fucked out of Easter. But it's fine because everybody gets to enjoy the four-day weekend, except those who rotate shifts, those who work other than a Monday through Friday schedule, those of us that do work something other than Monday through Friday, which are more common than the Monday through Friday schedule is these days, I will have you know. But those of us that are all into that, well, guess what? Suck it up. I suppose there's more people that are enjoying the four-day off than there is Christians in the workplace in the state of Minnesota. They'd rather pee on Christianity and go nuts at a goddamn store spending stupid money getting into fights over shit that they really don't need. You know, that's another thing that really kind of irks me. You're going into a fucking store on these sales, and there's like, oh my God, Good Friday or Black Friday sales. Not Good Friday. That was two days ago. Not to be confused with Black Friday. Now, Black Friday is an event, and they do this year-round, but they make a big fucking deal out of it. Now, this Black Friday, I got to say, you know, more than half of the people I know personally want nothing to do with this shit, and they avoid retail outlet stores like the plague on Black Friday. They don't leave their house the entire weekend because people have degenerated into animals. When it comes to freaking buying, I guess, Christmas gifts or just gifts for themselves. But my God, really? You've got big screen TVs. You know, and now here's here's the big thing. The big issue that I have is they're going to run a number and say, oh, my God, this is huge. We're slashing the price to this price and whatever it is. Let's say retail is two grand or that they claim is two grand. And they're going to sell it for $800 only on Black Friday. Oh, my God, you're saving $1,200. No, the reality is you're still paying $800 flipping dollars for a damn TV that you probably don't need. But, okay, let's say you need it, you really want it. But here's the thing. You're looking, all you're seeing is the dollar signs that were removed from the TV. And what you're not looking at is... The first off, the brand name of the TV, if it's legitimately a Sony or if it's some knockoff brand that they've doubled the price in and then subtracted just a little bit and you are getting this outrageous deal when in fact you're probably only getting 50, 60 bucks off when you're thinking you're getting 1200. So it gets your ass in the door and you end up buying a shit ton of other things that are marked down very little 
or not at all, and in some case marked up from what they were. Because if you don't pay attention to the um, the items that a store carries over the course of a year and watch the trends, the ups, the downs, see what it's currently priced at before Black Friday, because guess what? If you learn this stuff, you'll find out just how low that thing goes, and I bet you mid-July that sucker's lower than the Black Friday sale. They jack it up just so they can tell you that they're bringing it down just for you on this one-time super special deal. It's a little crazy Larry's Midnight Madness sale. Everything must go, and I'm getting crazy with the prices. Yeah, really? It's stupid. They do the same shit at car dealerships, and it don't even have to be Black Friday. It's just, come on down, we got all these used cars, we'll sell you all this kind of stuff right here, right there, and you take your top dollar on your trade-in, even though it's a piece of crap, we're going to take something for it, and you're going to get something nice, it's going to be great. Yeah, bullshit. That was, you know, you know kind of a little, uh, <laughs> a little rodeo guy there, you know, I, I don't know. What do they call those guys that talk really fast? They talk really fast to sell something. Christ, now it's now it's just escaping me. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Not a yodeler. I, whatever, moving on. Okay, don't care. But the point is, all of these places that are claiming that they are slashing prices, they're going to give you an amazing deal, they're not giving you shit. They're getting your ass in the store so you can walk out and away from the store with more shit that they've already paid a lot less for than what they're charging you for. You're walking out of there thinking you're a fucking warrior that has just won a battle, when ultimately it comes down to this, you just spent a shit ton of money you probably shouldn't have, on a bunch of stuff you could probably have done without, and had you been smart throughout the year, you would have probably been able to purchase all of those purchases in less stressful conditions Less people running around threatening to kill you if they if they don't get your TV. You could have done it at your leisure, taken your time, set everything up, had it even gift wrapped, and probably paid less. Sure, you'd had to sit on it for a while, but oh well, is it really that big of a freaking deal? Is spending money and getting a deal that big of a deal to people that they're willing to freaking stampede others? I mean, this is madness to me. It's downright madness to what people are doing to other people in this country. And, you know, in the world. I mean, here's a story uh, I found. A guy in Peru. Now, this is Lima, I believe. It's a state. It's not the state, but the, the capital. All right, there's a painter. Painter. A guy painting a building. He's three stories up on a freaking ladder. Painting away, doing what he's got to do to bring home money to the wife and kids. And some asshole comes up and apparently is pissed off that the ladder's in his way, grabs it and starts shaking the living piss out of it till this guy falls three stories. He didn't die. He somehow was able to stand after a few minutes. But what the fuck, man? I mean, there was a little kid there that almost got hit, too, when this guy came down. Ladder ended up coming down. I mean, really? What the fuck are you thinking? You're pissed off because the ladder's in your way? Go the fuck around. How complicated is this? It's not difficult. 
even for people who live in Peru. It's very simple. You've got two feet, and you know what? They can walk in a fucking circle real easy. They can turn corners. They can go straight. They can go back. They can go angular. Angular. You can go all different directions. You don't have to walk right into the fucking ladder. I don't know why they, the story didn't go on on what they did to the guy, but I would have fucking locked this asshole up. You know what? Put him on that boat. Put him on that boat because these people are perfect for this asshole. Ship them all to that island. Get rid of them. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's that's what's happening in our world. You know, another thing that's going on in the world. Now, I brought you a story a while back, and I want to say it was out of India, somewhere over there on that continent, that there was police dressing up as the COVID virus at, well, well on parole, or parole, patrol, sorry, geez. That's the bad guys that are on parole. It's the cops that are on patrol. Okay, we got that straight. Now, these guys were driving around on their bikes and horses and all these mopeds, scooters, cars, whatever they had, and they were wearing giant hats. Giant helms that were decorated with, I don't know, they looked like tentacles, kind of, but they looked like suction stuff that you would see underneath an octopus, something like that, but... Neither here nor there. My point is, some other country's doing it now. Bolivia has hit the news. Bolivia has police officers dressing up to, what they say, promote distancing. Okay, great. Now, I'm okay with this shit. I mean, I don't get it. I really don't know how that's going to wake people the fuck up. I mean... Are there that many police on the streets in these countries? I mean, I guess in the United States, I mean, do you really see a cop very often? You might see a cop car. Very rarely you're going to see a cop unless you're doing something fucking stupid. And one just happens to be around. Because here's the thing, the public outnumber the police by a long, long margin. Vast majority of us are going to get away with a lot of stupid ass shit before we'll ever come across a cop. But whatever, the, the, the question I have is, is this really working to where other countries are catching on and doing this shit too? I mean, you had India, I think, started this thing, and now you got Bolivia. Well, they're in a lot different part of the, uh, part of the world, and they're doing the same thing. Maybe they saw it on the news, but, but what makes you look at that and say, oh my God, great idea, but... These guys in Bolivia were doing giant costumes. They had the, the full body costume. And, I mean, some of these guys looked like, I mean, they really looked like tadpoles with arms and legs. I wish I could equate it to something or make a parallel here for you to draw your imagination to. But I, I really can't. Um, it had a really giant oversized stuffed head that covered most of the shoulders. They had their little arms out and they had their feet out and that was all covered. It was like a giant baby onesie just with a giant stuffed head. Kind of like a, you know, I suppose one of those overgrown college football mascots. That's about the best I can do, except it was round. It looked like a giant tadpole, but with arms and legs. Now I can only imagine being a bad guy and watching, I mean, here's the thing. If you were going to have some fun in Bolivia, 
walk out in front of one of these morons and, you know, maybe a simple misdemeanor, don't hurt anybody, but maybe, you know, pick up a pack of gum, you know, maybe even stage it. Pay the guy ahead of time, wait for the cops to come by, then take the stick of gum or, or the pack of gum when the cops in and just start running like hell. And have a guy on the other side where this is going to happen, have him rolling a camera to capture the footage. Cause my God, you're running like hell. How fucking hilarious would it be that a cop that's completely dressed in head to toe tadpole cosplay, how hilarious would this be? I mean, you've seen those giant T-Rex outfits where people run around in them and they look like real T-Rexes, but then they hit, you know, they take off running. How freaking stupid, funny this stuff is. You know, I mean, if, you, if you're going to get a cop dressed up and like that, why not have a little fun? I mean, the poor bastard's probably hating life. He's probably not making any more money to do this. He's being required to. It's do this, Jerry, or you lose your job. And he'd rather say, you know what, piss off. I hate this job. You can go suck on whatever. But he can't because he's got a wife at home that'll kick his ass. He's got kids. He'll end up paying child support with no job. Good luck, Jerry. No, Jerry puts on the tadpoles outfit and has to run around and get filmed on YouTube being stupid. <laughs> so there's that. See how fun that can be? Yeah, rethink your concept of how you want to get people to think about COVID. Why not put up a goddamn poster? Is that not simpler? I mean, wouldn't that be a more bright idea? To me, it is. <laughs> God, poor Jerry in his tadpole outfit. Oh, the poor bastard. All right, anyway, uh, more news on the Prime Minister of England. He is healthy. Now, I had, I had said uh, and reported to you a while back that he was doing great. <laughs> well, we found out, no, not quite. He's not quite out of the woods yet. Well, guess what today, ladies and gentlemen, he's okay. Not that we any of us really gave a damn, but just so you know, since I brought it up before, he's all better now. Yay, Prime Minister. Maybe England can do whatever it is they do and do it better now because of this guy. Whatever he does, it's going to be super good. Um, you know, I I, I, I want to, since we're kind of flirting with the COVID here a little bit. Well, that's a good song, flirting with COVID. <laughs> I didn't want to flirt with COVID, but I stood within six feet, so I ended up, I don't know, I don't know, whatever. Never mind. Off the track there. Back on track. Now, since we're talking about COVID a little bit, I wanted to, to bring you a personal story. Story time, story time, everybody. Gather around, gather around, story time. <laughs> um, anyway, now, they talked about these stimulus checks and kicking these things back. And, they, they, you know, it's great sending us money and whatnot, stimulating the economy to help prevent us from going in the tank when this shit's all over and done with. Whether it's make-believe bullshit or actual stuff, whatever, it, it is what it is. But they also talked about student loans being refunded and whatnot. So, okay, great. Well, my wife got a call the other day, and I don't know if got an email, how she was contacted. I don't know. But 
she was contacted through the IRS that, hey, because she had a student loan, but we had just recently finished paying it off. And it happened to turn on the calendar year. The last payment hit on the one, it was, I believe it was the last payment that we had that was in a different year. And it qualified for this repayment. Everything else prior, not so much. But the final payment was made. Our complete and utter payments were done. Student loan eliminated, gone. No more. Loan satisfied, done. Well, they contacted her the other day and said, guess what? We're sending you that payment back. We're like, we don't want it back. You need to keep it. We paid off the student loan. We want to have the account closed and you go away and us stop worrying about it. That would be a win for us. Well, no, they explained, and this was multiple hours that my wife had to deal with all of this long conversation and, and dealing with all of these people for this long. But anyway, she talks with them for all these hours and basically finds out that they say no matter what, they have to send it back to us because they're not allowed to keep it. A federal mandate was put in place and they have to refund that last check. Okay, fine. When do we, can we just turn around and send it back? No, you have to keep it. When? Till September. September? So am I going to get charged interest? Yes, probably. So super, here's what's going to happen. Here, all over 65 fucking dollars. What is that going to do for me? Oh my God, I can feed my family and pay all my bills for two years with $65. No, this isn't the 1915, 1920s. No, 65 bucks don't freaking buy me a box of Fruit Loops hardly anymore. Now, 65 bucks, I would have been happier had you just kept it and kept it applied to the loan and have my loan done and over with. Instead, you send me the frickin' 65 bucks back, and I'm probably gonna pay interest on the shit. By the time you get it back, I'll have to pay you 150 fucking dollars. Thank you very much for that bullshit. I didn't need it. Now it was 10, 20, 30, 40,000 dollars. It'd be a different fucking story. I could probably use that. You know, do a few things with that. You know, you know, I, I could come up with all kinds of shit to do with that. That would improve my standing and situation. Absolutely. 65 bucks? I don't think so. You just added more pain in the ass for me. Because more likely, I will forget because it's worthless. It's 65 bucks. I will probably forget you sent it to me. I'll forget to deposit the shit. And I'll forget about it for 8, 9, 10 months, a year, 2 years. And you won't tell me shit. Until about three, four, five years down the road, and then you call me and say, hey, by the way, Mr. Lane, you owe us $465. And I'll say, who the hell are you and what? And you're going to explain to me, and I'm going to remember probably, well, maybe not, I'm getting up there. Maybe I won't, and then you'll just have to deal with it. <laughs> but I mean, really? Look at the rabbit hole that you're just dangling and, and begging me to jump into. Not going to do it. No fucking way. We're not going to take it. We're not going to freaking cash it. What we're going to do, and I got to talk with the wife about this, but I thought about this myself. 
And I'm thinking what we do is tear that son of a bitch up. Snap photos of it, snap photos of us ripping it up, and email them back to the people who sent it to us. Because guess what? I never cashed it. It never left your account. Congratulations, we're done. We don't owe you a goddamn bit of interest. Tore it up on day one. Yeah, piss off, fuckers. I ain't doing it. <laughs> so that's what I'm doing. <laughs> anyway, a real interesting, interesting news story here. I, you know, I really wish I would have saw this. I believe it's in the United States. Some 61-year-old woman. Now, this is going to get a little gross. You know, a little warning ahead of time, just in case you don't want to be grossed out tonight. Tonight, right now... I'm going to leave it a little gross. I'm going to be talking about pee. Now, if that's going to gross you out, being from a 61-year-old woman, maybe time to check out. Maybe it's time to shut it off or, you know what? Give me three minutes and come on back. How about that? We can meet in the middle. Let's do that. I'll try to be as quick as possible. All right. So, here's the thing. A woman, they had to do some studying. A woman was urinating alcohol alcohol despite not drinking a drop of the stuff apparently after doctors had not believed her and whatnot as she was in the hospital and for other things she was going to be on i forget she was in the list of getting or becoming a liver transplant uh, they or at least they put her on it once they found this shit out because apparently after the doctors did some research did some digging did a lot of studies on her over a quite a period of time she wasn't drinking. She had no alcohol in her bloodstream. However, she was peeing alcohol. Now, this wasn't totally pure alcohol, but it was freaking high, high proof, let's just say that. The thing was, apparently, they, they came up and they named this now. They actually, the two doctors that were, this being the first case ever, ever documented. So congratulations to old lady, 61-year-old grandma. She... Apparently, this disease causes the yeasts, which are already in, I guess, the liver, are natural. But the liver somehow produces sugar. And when mixed with the yeast, you end up pissing alcohol. Really interesting. I mean, I mean, they always said, you know, urine is very... Uh, you could drink urine if because it's uh, sanitary. It comes out and it's already sterile. There's nothing in it. But, you know, would you ever go to Grandma's house and say, hey, Grandma, give me something of what's on tap? <laughs> I'm sorry I had to. It was sitting there in my head. I wasn't sure I was going to. But I warned you all ahead of time. I warned you. Anyway, the... the, the uh, the name of the disease that they named it was urinary auto brewery syndrome. Look that one up, do the research, get back to me. All right, for those of you that left three minutes ago, we're almost back to three minutes, almost up. So I will wait just one split second for them to come back. And then I'm going to jump into one last, well, there was a couple of things. The other one was the temporal scanner, which was kind of funny. Uh, they switched. At work, when you go in, they've been scanning our foreheads, making sure we're not freaking zombies or we're not burning up, and then letting us in. Well, they switched to the 
trigger with the red dot, but they've discovered that bald guys like me reflect and must not hold heat because we have no hair. So it's really hard. We keep coming up with very low temperatures. So they had to hit me with a temporal one today. So, and it was still 95 somewhere in there. So it was still a little low, but the other guy hit me with the, the trigger and the, the red the red dot and he hit me in the temple and he got a similar number. So, so that's great. All's well and, and super. Um, I will, will talk to you one, one quick thing. I found out tonight, um, at work that a friend of ours and everybody's at work. I mean, this guy was great. He used to work with us. He's a nurse called Ron. We always called him Ron, the nurse. He was really cool guy. Everybody liked him. Little short, but really cool guy. Norse heritage, just like me. Uh, used to do stuff in his garage, make axes, you know, all kinds of Norse type stuff. Big guy into that stuff. Now, I was told that he is, well, he left, uh, boy, almost a year ago or right around a year ago now. I kind of missed the guy. He was a lot of fun. However, I was told that he is having a Kickstarter. And for those of you that don't know what it is, it's basically a place that you can go to donate to his cause. Now, here's the thing. He has, and he is intending on opening the Black Axe Meadery. Now, the meadery is going to be basically a brewery in which he makes mead, all different kinds. And it's going to be here in central Minnesota. Now, there I will put the links in the show notes so you can click on them and follow them and go check him out. I'm excited about it. I'm a big mead fan. I like drinking mead, sweet mead, honey mead. Oh, Christ. Those are amazing. I love them. They're great. I'm a big fan of them. Really, really like it. If this guy can make the stuff anywhere to what I've had, it's going to be great. And not to mention, a lot of my listeners right now are all of you from around this region. No reason not to go and support this guy and spend a little money, help him get started, help him get off and running. And you know what? We need this. This would be great. Get him up and running. Have a meadery right here nearby where we can drive to buy from a friend that's doing the stuff and trying to do a legitimate deal here. I'd love it. I think it'd be great. Ron Anik, Black Axe Meadery. Stuff will be in the show notes there. His info, his info will be in the show notes. Um, but yeah, by all means, stop by, check him out. I mean, we're all here. We're, we're in this region right now. I mean, this, the, this Corona has pushed all of us into more of a regional type of scenario where we have to look towards our friends and neighbors. We can't really be super nearby them, but we have to kind of tolerate each other a little bit. We have to work together. We have to, we have to do what we got to do to survive. And you know what? Your neighbors are going to be the ones that take care of you. If you've got nobody left in your family, you're going to have a neighbor taking care of you. The point is, when all this is over and done with and we're starting to come out of our caves and starting to look around and trying to recover and rebuild, we're going to need guys like Ron. We're going to need a little business like that that takes off. It's not a whole lot of money if enough people put in a few 10, 15, 20 bucks, 100 bucks, whatever you got, throw a few bucks at it. It's going to go. I mean, you're getting something for it, too. You're not just handing over money for no reason. 
you're getting something back. Kind of like you donate to my show, you're getting a little bit better content. I'm able to use the money, put it into better audio, uh, more fun little sound effects, more segments, more time on the air, more episodes. That's the kind of deal you're getting here. You can, the, I ain't even going to get into all of it. You can go on the site, check it out. But the point is, guys like that make our little area go around. A guy with an idea who's going to start something. Now, there's going to be construction workers building this thing. There's going to be people brewing this stuff, family members, friends of his, people in the area that are out of jobs that may not be able to go back to their old one. This is a great way to not only help something out, help a guy out, help the, the, the neighborhood out, do a little freaking work, maybe get yourself into a job. And you know what? Who wouldn't want to work at a brewery or a meadery? Fuck, I'd love to. That'd be a great gig. If it paid enough money and I got to take home a bottle once in a while, goddamn right I'd sign up. I'm a big fan of that. Plus, you get to hang out with Ron. Hell yeah. Anyway, check it out. Ron, I wish you the best of luck. I'm pulling for you. If I get listeners to donate to the show, I will then in turn donate straight over a good portion of that donations. So that that's that's my vow. And Ron, if you take off and make it big, and you're humongous, I'd really love that you mention me. <laughs> so my show can go nuts too. That would be great. A little rubbing our backs, each other's backs. That's the way to go. Anyway, I'm going to wrap it up. I appreciate everybody coming back, listening through it. Uh, like I said, tried to trim down the episodes a little bit. Having a good time still. Enjoying the quality of the of the uh, uh, shows. Shows are, are starting to improve, and I'm really, really excited and hopeful that it will continue long term. So, big fan of that. But I'm going to punch out. Anyway, everybody, going to wrap this up. I appreciate you coming and listening and having a good time with me. I'll see you back again tomorrow. Take care. Be safe. Be careful out there. Don't get corona. Don't pass corona. Let's avoid corona and let's retake our country. Until then, take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Music used in this podcast was provided by Joseph McDade. Find him at josephmcdade.com.